the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey, 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 what do you know? What do you say? It is the Mess It Up Podcast. I am your host, the Bowtie Guy, Paul, coming at you on a beautiful, hopefully beautiful day in November, wherever you happen to be. It should be, as you listen to this, hopefully the week before Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving week itself, but the week before Thanksgiving. This is show 294. We are crashing in on show number 300. 300 is actually going to be a bonus show on Christmas Day. Uh, will be show number 300 because our show date for this year will be on Boxing Day, the 26th. That'll be show 301. So I decided to sneak one in there uh, as a Christmas Day show. So um, Oaxaca and you're welcome uh, for that. Uh, Word of the week this week. I forgot the word of the week last week for a long time. Uh Well, no, not last week, but next week because I recorded it last week. Uh, I I recorded early your Thanksgiving week show, um, and I forgot this, the word of the week. But this week the word of the week is redoubt, and uh, redoubt seems like something where you would question something, but it's really not. It's a military term, and a redoubt it's a noun. It is a temporary fortification. Uh, so um, it's typically square or. Or, or, or polygon or circular so that you are just temporarily surrounded on all sides um, uh, for protection. So um, uh, that's a, a little readout. Um, so I never knew it, but that's the forts we made when I was a kid. We'd make little readouts out in the desert. Uh, so anyhow, if you can use that in a sentence this week, go ahead and do that. Give yourself 10 points. And, uh, you know, welcome to Thanksgiving, I guess. Um, if you want to get a hold of me, send me an email, bowtieguyatmessituppodcast.com or the text and, and cell phone number is 760-608-1942. Use those things, people. I pay for email. <laughs> I pay for email um, through the donations of people who have texted the word mum to 760-WALLS-CA, but I pay for email and no one sends me email. It's like so sad. So send me an email just so I can know that my email's working. Um, if you send me an email and I don't answer, send me a text so I can know my phone's working. Um, love to hear from you guys uh, in whatever form it is that you like to do. So let's, uh, let's talk to each other, shall we? Um, so Bev, today we needed a bit of a readout. <laughs> Did we ever? We spent the uh, the day with uh, my mom. Uh, took her to a doctor's appointment, and uh, we were um, in LA. So we decided it's the week before Thanksgiving. Let's go shopping for Thanksgiving, shall <laughs> we? You know, nothing like a nice trip to uh, to Costco with my mom. And for the most part, the day went pretty well. Went through the doctor's appointment and jumped through all those hurdles and then, you know, got to lunch and she was a little bit not happy with the lunch, but that was fine. Then we got to Costco and we let her do her thing. And then it became obvious that I was gonna need to walk around with her. And that's like one of my Achilles heels, walking around Costco with my mom. Because she walks down the middle of the aisle looking at both sides and weaving wherever she looks. That's where she drives. If you have a young driver, you know that that's something they teach people. You know, if you look off the side of the road, typically your hands will follow. And that's what she does with her cart. So she's like a weaving, you know, roadblock for the rest of the people. 
Um, if, if there's a, a person who's kind of not in the right spot, she won't go on the big side of them. She'll try to go through the smallest side to make it as difficult as possible. And then when I tell her, she's like, oh, it doesn't matter. So um, it's, it pushes my buttons like crazy. Uh, Bev was blessed. Uh, she got to go do some shopping by herself and then came and joined us and the blessing ended. Um, so we thought, uh, you know, I thought, oh, I got to get a show done today. And I, Bev said, you know, I don't know if you've got a topic or not, but maybe we can talk about difficult people. I said, I actually did have a topic and I know I've talked about difficult people before, probably after another trip with my mom, but Thanksgiving's coming up, people. We're going to be spending time with difficult people. If you don't spend time with difficult people on Thanksgiving, you're probably the difficult person <laughs> because there's a difficult... <laughs> or you don't have any family. <laughs> yeah, there's a difficult person at every Thanksgiving meal, it seems like. So, Bev, uh, I've been yammering. Give us some thoughts on your trip today. Well, yeah, actually... It's funny that I kind of wanted to talk about this, but I completely feel like I failed the test today because I let her get under my skin. And the things that bother me the most is when she starts attacking you, Paul. And she'll wait until you're like 10 feet away. She waits until you just get enough steps away that she thinks you can't hear her. And then she starts complaining about you to me. And it happens every time, doesn't it? Does. It? I, it I, does. I, I left them to go get the car at the parking lot for the doctors. And I came back and I could see on Bev's face she had been doing it. I left to go to the bathroom at the restaurant. She had been doing it. I you know, left at Costco. She does it. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's tough. And I, now that I'm out of the situation, I look back on it. I'm like kicking myself saying, why did I let her get to me? Why? Why? Yes. I, 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 or anybody for that I matter. I didn't have uh, catastrophic failure. A lot of times I have catastrophic failure keeping my cool with my mom. And today I did not have a catastrophic failure. I had, I had some failure. But I know when I've had those catastrophic, I'm like, why did you do that? Why did you take the bait? Why did you... <laughs> you know, become offendable. I mean, Bev and I read the unoffendable book uh, by Brand Hansen and we loved it, try to apply it in our lives, yet still I will allow my mom to have control over my life and my reactions and my being because I choose not to stay under control. I choose not to use the fruit of the spirit and have self-control. Would it be easier for you to deal with difficult people if you didn't feel like their main goal with you is to get under your skin and attack you? Would it be easier to just get along with difficult people that are just kind of difficult, you know, grumpy? Listen, I've, I've done a lot of customer service. I uh, worked for Starbucks for several years and, and a lot of customer service throughout my um, employment uh, I've been in jail. I work in prison. So I'm pretty good at dealing with difficult people. I, I'm pretty good at letting things roll off or just... But I think my mom, because she's close family and I've known her literally my whole life, <laughs> um, I think she's burned all of her grace capital with me. So I, mm. have, I don't have as much 
of a stockpile of grace for her as I might have for a stranger. Just like strangers have all kinds of grace for my mom um, and think that I'm unreasonable when I say, no, she's being obnoxious. And like, oh, no, she's just a funny old lady. But I, I do think, like you said, you know, when a person, well, we saw it in school. If you're out there, raise your hand if you were a school teacher and or Sunday school teacher or, or you worked with children in some way, sometimes you can see that look come over their face where it's like, I'm about to do something to you. I'm about to. And, mm-hmm. and where I really noticed it when I worked in special ed, uh, I had a, a little guy who he would just get a look and his jaw would go different. and He'd turn his head a little bit and you could tell mm-hmm. he's about to let loose yep. because he knows he's in public and there's not as much that we can do in public we have to be a little bit have more decorum i guess um and so you can see and i see that in my mom i just see that look like i'm going to get you um and laying traps and and throwing out bait that i raise my hand i take the bait me too me too and and i think she'll she'll throw stuff out there First of all, it's just like an innocent question or an innocent comment. But then when you comment, no, you're wrong. I'm right. And you're just like, wait a minute. I thought we were just talking here. I didn't yeah. know this was a fight. When, I didn't when know this people, was you know, a competition. don't allow you to do the things that they do, when they call you out for things, uh, you could see it all the time in politics you know, calling a person out for the thing that they do. And it's the person who says it first or says it loudest that gets to win. And that's a frustrating thing. And and listen, folks, we're coming up on another election yeah. cycle in America, and it's going to get ugly. Uh, I recommend right now that you, you know, weed out your, your social media, um, agree to disagree with your friends uh, and family, because you know these election cycles get ugly because we deal with difficult people and And, and, you know the thing go ahead you know i i I don't want to make it seem like it's you know just my mother who's difficult because i'm difficult right Uh, you're difficult you a person on the other end of this thing at times we're all difficult people well i think maybe i get frustrated with myself because as we go into another, as your mom and I go into another uh, one of these little tips, for the first few minutes, I'm thinking, you know what, this is going to be okay. We're going to be able to get through this. So I give myself higher expectations than I know what's probably going to be the result. But then, like, for example, today, she said something, and I said, well, I, I disagree with that. And then she threw in an expletive and told me I was wrong. And I said, well, I think what we're going to need to do here is just realize that we both have a difference of opinion. And she actually said, no, you're (laughs) wrong. And I said, I said, opinion. This is my opinion. This is what I think. (laughs) And she still would tell me I was wrong. And people can be difficult. uh, You know, that's, uh, I I think we've established that at this point people can be difficult so we don't need to litigate that anymore uh the evidence is in um it's it's dealing with them and and you know i'm 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 sure right now that everybody out there listening you can imagine right now it's you know like i said coming up on thanksgiving you know the person 
that's going to be that person mm-hmm. at dinner, you know, or, or at the meeting or, you know, at the, at the, the gathering, whether it's, you know, the uncle who gets too loud and obnoxious, whether it's the grandparent who is a lot more racist uh, than you might have realized, or the... Uh, the little kid that's been allowed to run the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the person who tells the off-color jokes and yeah. won't stop, you know. People who have no social cues. Maybe it's a person who's a close talker, um, always up in your bubble. Maybe if you're, you need a bigger bubble and they don't respect the bubble. Uh, maybe it's a person who doesn't know how to chew with her cotton picking mouth closed. That's, you know, I mean, there's, there's so many ways that people get to us and that we allow people to get to us. Um, and it's, it's, it's a frustrating thing. I mean, I, I'm, I'm annoyable. <laughs> I am. I'm so um, particular I have my ways of thinking this is right, I'm right, and and the stuff that I don't like, I've dissected it and I've thought about it, so I'm very legitimate in not liking it. And those things, I was watching a soccer game yesterday and the coach for Brentford, great soccer coach, chews his gum, I always call it holy gum because he's chewing the heck out of it. Uh, and he, he always chews his gum constantly uh, vigorously, rapidly with his mouth open. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're not my coach so I don't have to watch you every week. But those things can drive me berserk. Uh, you know, fingernails on a chalkboard don't bother me, but but chewing noises drive me nuts. Well, I think that's part of the frustration for me is I, I can tolerate a lot. I feel like I'm a... a fairly tolerant person i feel like there's not a lot i bet you on one hand i might be able to fit all the people that really get under my skin um and so i don't know why i i'm not i don't develop or am able to hold on to the ability to be unoffendable with her i i and with other people um yeah 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 yeah. it's embarrassing because this is not a show about I hate no, my mom no, no, and I hate my no. mother-in-law and, and it's, it's turning into that. So I need to put right. a road sign in because we're yeah. not picking up on any of the cues. Right, right, right. Um, right. It's, this is annoying people, not not my mom. There's, yes. This is you. This right. is me. Right. This is right. all of us. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a choice. It's it's a choice that we have to, to do that. Um, what I want to do right now is I'm going to make a choice as the host, and I'm going to throw it to our, our song of the week. This is a holdover that didn't make it into Oldies in October uh, because it got bumped down the list for whatever reason, and I, I didn't want to throw it off the list. Um, I'm pretty sure this one came to us from Roaming Dog, um, and this is, it, it might have been you though, I don't know, it's Casting Crowns. The song is Broken Together. It's from back in 2014. It was from from Kimberly. It was from Romy Dog. Okay, so uh, anyhow, here's Casting Crowns with Broken Together. We will talk about it after the break and see you in about 90 seconds. How I wish we could go back to simpler times Before all our scars and all our secrets were in the light on this hallowed ground we've drawn the battle line will we make it through the night it's gonna 
could take much more than promises this time. Only God can change our minds. Maybe you and I were never meant to be complete. Could we just be broken together? If you can bring your shattered dreams, and I'll bring mine. Can healing still be spoken and said? song fit in well. <laughs> Here's a song that was given to us, given to me several weeks ago and a topic we decided to talk about several minutes ago. And just as God does those divine appointments, he just wove those together pretty darn well. Bev, what you got? Oh, well, wow. talk about a song of conviction. Um, I have to get myself together before I can talk about this. The part that says maybe you and I were never meant to be complete. Could we just be broken together? If you could bring your shattered dreams and I'll bring mine, could healing still be spoken and save us? The only way we'll last forever is broken together. Um, I can't help but think of, oh, let me say it this way. I walk through life trying to find the easy path trying to hang up with the friends that like me and I like them and um, I avoid any kind of conflict but the truth of the matter is as Christians and as a Christian believer myself I don't get that luxury um, the Lord Jesus did not he was hit with people all the time who hated him mm -hmm and didn't understand him and hurled insults at him. And the Bible doesn't talk about a lot of them, talks a lot about them at the end of his life. But I have a feeling there are many people that mocked him throughout his life. I can't imagine the kids growing up with him thinking he was different and weird mm -hmm. and strange. Mr. And, Goody Two Shoes. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I hear rumors about your parents and all this kind of stuff. But... I guess it's time for me to think that in any relationship with any person, any conversation or any encounter that I have, it's not my job to prove myself to somebody else. It's my job to be Christ to them. Mm -hmm. And I didn't do so good today. <laughs> but I don't think that well, it's not only just people that that are non-Christians that are hard to get along with. As a matter of fact, a lot of times it is the Christian circles that are people that are hard to get along with. Amen. <laughs> and so when I think about this, this uh, little phrase here that I, I quoted to you, um, could we just be broken together? I mean, 
I really didn't understand the, what is it, the Matthew whatever principle that says if someone hurts you, mm-hmm. you know, go and talk yeah. to them. I don't remember where that is. I know it's in Matthew. But anyway, I was never big on that thought because if I wrong somebody or somebody wrongs me, I'm the person that just wants to stick my head in the sand and pretend it never happened and don't go back and ever visit that again. And yet, I know for difficult people, they might oppose the opportunity to come together and talk about what it is that is not working between us, but I should still attempt it. I should still try to find a way to meet them with peace. It doesn't mean that anybody that doesn't get along with me or I don't get along with them, I shouldn't be digging for them to say, now let's sit down here and let's dig to the bottom of this. Why don't we like each other? It's not that, but I'm just saying I need to be open. Well, actually, I just need to realize it's not about me. Mm-hmm. It isn't about me. If I'm an ambassador for Christ and I'm representing him, what did the Lord do when people shouted at him and insulted him? He didn't fight back. Yeah. He didn't even try to defend himself for crying out loud. Right. He just yeah. said, I'm saying who I am, and I know that. I know who I am and what I am, what I'm about. I know what my job is here. And if you don't agree with me, I guess that's sort of on you. Right, yeah. I mean, not uh, that I don't love you. Matthew 18, by the way. And oh, then, yeah. And uh, in, uh, in Romans 12, uh, 17, if someone has done you wrong, do not pay him with a wrong. Um, yeah, that's, I, I love the idea of justice and, and meeting out justice. Um, I, I The thing that caught me in this song, aside from it being so appropriate for what we, we had just talked about, was um, uh, the end of one of the verses. And it says, praying that God will help our broken hearts align. And we won't give up the fight. It, yeah. And it was a reminder yeah. to me that it's it's my choice to sever a relationship or change a relationship or to quit fighting for what's good, for what's right, for what I need to have in my life. Um, and to, you know, those are choices that we have. And it I, I get frustrated when I hear people say, well, I didn't have any choice. And when I say it, it really drives me nuts because ultimately we do have a choice. We have to deal with consequences of the choice, but we have choices. And, um, you know, some of them are more obvious than others, but that's, I'm hoping that I will stay true. And I, I think, you know, about you and me, Bev, that, you know, that we are broken together. And through all that we've gone through, we didn't, we didn't give up that fight. We, that is true. We kept on going. And um, and you listeners uh, are broken together with me. I mean, there are so many people who choose to cast me aside because of my past. And you guys as listeners, you guys as supporters and, and uh, you know, Nehemiah Project members, the, the love that you give me just through through listening, <laughs> you know, the simple act of downloading the podcast and listening, uh, sharing it with someone, uh, sending me feedback, sending me song of the week or, or word of the week, 
whatever, you know, the, the people who have been on the show uh, to tell their story. It's just all of that is just so wonderful that we get to be broken together. And I think that that is probably the way that we need to deal with difficult people. Now, I'm not saying we need to keep all difficult people in our life. Sometimes for our own sanity, for our own recovery, for our own mental health and well-being, we need to dust off our shoes and leave. And, and, and that's biblical. But we also need to do what we can to maintain those relationships, especially with the people who are... I, I think it's more important to maintain a relationship with a brother or sister than it is with the person who took my parking spot in the yeah you know mall um there there's there's eight and a half billion people or however many people on the planet and we can't have a solid relationship with all of them uh, i heard somewhere that a, a psychological study said you know that you can have like 40 to 60 good friends that you can maintain some sort of a cohesive relationship with but you can't have it with all everybody and uh, you know i think about like a pastor of a church average church in america has about 100 people that pastor if he can only have 40 to 60 relationships that leaves 40 to 60 people in his congregation mm-hmm. 40 to 60 of his own sheep that yeah. he can't have a relationship with because it just you get spread too thin and right. you don't have that kind of capacity to do it so we have to choose the ones that we do but if it's a person who's going to be in your circle deep enough that they will be showing up for Thanksgiving and Christmas and Easter, for birthdays or New Year's or whatever. These are people that we probably should find ways to put some asphalt down and patch the road. Yeah. And and it might depend on you to do it. Right. If I wait for everybody to come and patch roads with me, I'm going to be out in my desert house with no road. Right. I I might need to be the one to build the bridges. And even if I'm not the one who needs to, even if I don't deserve it, even if they should come to me, how much does it hurt me if I build the bridge to them? Because I'm gaining the relationship. I'm, I'm, I'm taking that difficult journey. And my experience has been the most amazing things I've seen have taken some time to get to they're not super easy to get to some of the most amazing things some amazing things yeah you just stumble on it right there but the things that take my breath away that that are locked in my head you know standing on top of mount whitney watching the sunrise that was a long hike that that took a lot out of me and but it stuck yeah um it's foolish for me to think that everybody in the whole wide world is going to get along with me and I'm going to get along with everybody else. We were talking about that in the car the other day. We all come to the table with a whole different life experiences, you know, uh, family connections, whatever that is. The likelihood that there's another person out there that completely agrees with me is pretty, pretty slender. But, you know, I have chalked it. Uh, I've chalked the failures in this area of my life up to human nature, mm-hmm. and that's a way weak, you know, excuse um, for me. I, I just really think that it is, and the reason why I say that is because the Lord is very clear in the Bible to tell us not to do that. He says, you know, speak only what is wholesome mm-hmm. and edifying to mm-hmm. the other person. And um, 
I was listening to a sermon last weekend, and the pastor was saying something to the effect he was talking about Thomas. You know, everybody. I doubt it. Yeah, everybody kind of rags on Thomas for being doubting Thomas, and and yet he said, you know, Jesus was so personal and so careful to make sure that his disciples had a one-on-one relationship with him because he knew that they were going to be the ones that were going to start the church and build the church, that he knew that what he needed to do was provide an opportunity for Thomas to touch his his side Mm -hmm. and his hands, which means he was saying, I understand your unbelief and your lack of trust, so I'm going to give you the opportunity to see and build that trust. I'm giving that to you as a gift so that you can trust me. Yeah. In other words... Because he didn't walk around doing that to everybody. No, he did not. He saw his need and he it, met his need. He did. And he and so the reason why I'm bringing that up is when I get in situations with people that are sticky like this, um, where it's uncomfortable and I'm feeling so angry inside and just like I'm going to explode... At that point, I should be saying, Lord, help my unbelief. Mm-hmm. Help my lack of seeing through the smokescreen to see what it is and what you're require- requiring of me. Don't let me just throw it off like, oh, well, you know, I was having a bad day. Or, you know, this is the 27th time they've done this to me. You know, right. don't come up. I can't afford to come up with excuses. I don't want to stand before God with that. I, I need to learn to be better. So I think this is maybe a public confession. That <laughs> I really want the Lord to help me in that area of my life because I am not, I'm not there. I'm not there. I fail um, more often than I succeed. Yeah. And I... I, I hear what you're saying about I feel more of that. In watching you, I might tend to disagree. <laughs> um, I think you fail more than you want to. Yeah, and that probably but I would, is true. I, I would say that the evidence that I've collected disagrees with your findings. Um, but I also dis, I also agree that, and I know that for me, I would feel the same way. Yeah, and I thank you for that. Um I do know that one of my issues in the past of, of my life is that I've stuffed a lot of things. And many times I feel this way about people, but I won't face it. So instead I choose to stuff it. And then I, it turns to resentment and it hurts me uh, as well as hurts the other person. So um, thank you for that. Yeah. Ooh, apparently I just got a message wow. on Instagram. Wow. Well, speaking of Instagram, we're on Instagram. Uh, it's about the only social media we do. Um, folks, your relationship with your um, your difficult person in your life is up to you. You get control over that. You can decide how that relationship goes. They don't get to have that control unless you give it to them. And I'm recommending that you don't. I'm recommending that you make the decision and I'm recommending that you see if you can find a way to put some asphalt down and go their direction. And you might not make it all that way to them. Um, they might not come at all to you. Uh, but you'll know that you did the thing that right. you needed to do. Um, 
if you can't get along with them, <laughs> go grab a soda with somebody else at the party <laughs> that you can get along with. You know, find your favorite cousin, your 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 brother Paul, <laughs> or something. Uh, you know, the person that you always gravitate toward. Go go gravitate toward them and just just smile. But you know, it really is a sacrifice of obedience. It truly is to be able to say to yourself, "All right." I'm going to be the bigger person and just let this roll off my back. And even if that doesn't work, roll it on over onto Jesus. He can Mm -hmm. take it. He's got the big shoulders. Yes, he does. Yeah. So anyhow, thank you for doing this. Uh, I hope that your your Thanksgiving week is is great. Uh, Next week's show comes out. We've got Paxton Pantry joining us for our annual Thanksgiving show. We will be doing next Tuesday our annual Friendsgiving where we watch all the Friends episodes in order. Um, so hopefully you're having some fun things, some traditions that you do, um, with your family and your friends, maybe your forever family. Uh, Bev and I were driving down the road today, listening to Christmas music. We sure were. (laughs) It was great. Can I just say though, don't forget to really be thankful. It does seem like when you look at the stories who went straight from Halloween, straight into Christmas, let's not forget to be thankful. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not abandon Thanksgiving the way that the, uh, the the non-food sellers of the world have (laughs) um but uh i thank you for being here i'm totally grateful for you guys joining me if you want to send me an email it's bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com my phone number 760-608-1942 and uh, we just really appreciate you guys being here we'll see you next time we mess it up Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up.